Hi, Stephanie here. I am an entrepreneur, lobbyist, wife, mother, book lover, and political junkie. I think gender equality is still a work in progress in our homes, our workplaces, and our politics. And I love to learn, especially from other women. So I started Women Don't Do That, a bi-weekly podcast and blog to talk about issues women care about today and to inspire us to do whatever it is we think we can't do. Catherine Landry is a local entrepreneur who is the CEO of a marketing events company called Call Betty. She is known for connecting and unifying local women in business in her city of Ottawa. She's a social media guru with over 27 groups on social media, totaling over 75,000 members. I'll share those in the show notes. She has created opportunities to support small business from TV to apps. She works tirelessly for charitable causes. During the pandemic, she created Love 613 to donate gifts of gratitude to frontline workers in hospitals. She's working on the Mother Love Project, which sends goods to Northern communities and with Big Brothers Big Sisters Ottawa to build Ottawa's first online thrift shop called Thrive Thrift. There are too many causes to mention, but it's easy to say that she's a chronic volunteer. If you have a need or you want something done, you call Catherine. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for calling over. I really, really appreciate it. This is awesome. I wanted to start by mentioning how I found you. And you're a staple in Ottawa. (laughs) I really, I feel like so many business women and, and community people know who you are. And somehow I came across the website that you run ladies or I guess the Facebook group, Ladies Who Lunch, right. um, the Ottawa group, and uh, learned about you from joining there. So that's how I first came, came across you and have been following along ever since. <laughs> wow, thank you so much. I think there's probably 25,000 now in that group, and we've got 24 groups all together. So there's Ladies Who Sport, Ladies Who Leash, Ladies Who Mentor, Ladies Who cook there's just tons of these groups so we've got a ton of people um it's volunteer work obviously so it keeps me super 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 busy but it's fascinating to connect people I think that's my superpower I love connecting like-minded people or I love connecting people to each other because Remember in uh, Rain Man, Tom Cruise's Dustin Hoffman was like, he knew all these things. Like, I'm kind of like that guy. Like, I'm kind of like, I know, like, somebody's like, oh, I need a veterinarian. Okay, gish, 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 gish. I need right. an accountant. Gish, 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 gish. Like, I have yes. the connections. So that's the part of it that I love is connecting people yeah. and making it work. Like, I love really- that. Make, yeah, making it work. Maybe I'm like a human yellow pages, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm so happy to hear that because that's part of what I themed some of my questions about that I'd like to talk to you about today. I know sure. for me, it's made a big difference because now it's a place I go for information. Like the girls, teachers this year for Christmas, I decided I wanted to get them um, those hot chocolate bombs. And so right. I went into the ladies who lunch group and searched it and found a woman who makes them and she's going to make them for me. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, I, I kind of joined for like the connection and meeting new people for different things, but then also found all these other reasons to connect with people, which is pretty amazing. 
Well, we have a website too. So it's sheshopslocal.ca and there's a great directory there. Uh, we'll be focusing more on the website uh, in the coming year. I just need to put some more time into it, but it's a great resource. Um, and what's also happening is um, women are messaging me from positions of distress. Mm. Um, they, they message me and ask for immediate help to find a lawyer, to find just they're in an emergency situation. So it's kind of interesting that there's this trust um, to tell me their story, or if obviously if they're in an emergency situation, we call the police and take care of it. And a lot of it is uh, uh, women in distress, uh, their husband has taken their children and has fled and nobody will help them. Just there's some pretty strong stories coming you know, kind of to me, but, and through my connections, I have attorneys that I can directly call right away. Um, the, I've got police that I can call right away. So uh, from all of this, I think there should be good things that come out of it. And that for sure is one of the good things to know that it's a safe landing spot. And again, I am not an expert. This is not what I, I, I do for a living. I'm just saying it's, it's interesting that they kind of trust me enough. And uh, it's, it's terrible that uh, some women are in these situations, but to be able to, to hopefully help them is, uh, it is a good thing. So um, mm -hmm. that's one of the, the really good parts of all of these connections. That's so important. What yeah. does life look like for you right now? Oh, well, let's see. If you went to NASCAR, then Disneyland, and then a 7-Eleven and then mixed it all up at turbo speed. That's pretty much where life is right now. Um, it's fast and furious and colorful. And I'm just trying to, to find where I fit, what my worth is and where I belong. Um, the pandemic took away my business. Mm -hmm. uh, the pandemic took away my savings. So it was basically... Um, I went, I'm, I went to like a very raw spot of not knowing who I am, what my worth is, what my value is, and who am I without my business? Mm -hmm. So then people use that P word, oh, just pivot, <laughs> just pivot. Yeah. And I'm like, pivot, why do I have to pivot? Why do I have to change who I am? Like I have a plethora of like networking like volumes of connections why do I have to pivot like this so I went through a very dark space like a lot of entrepreneurs mm -hmm. um mental health mental wellness there's there's a hard dark curtain out there mm -hmm. that a mm -hmm. lot of entrepreneurs are kind of not we don't hide and I say we because I'm in there um we don't hide behind but we're not mentally ill and so I come, my background is actually mental health. I used to work in psychiatry. I used to work at Rito Regional Institution. I used to work in mental health facilities. So the mind intrigues me and the entrepreneur brain intrigues me. But to, to say that we're mentally ill, we're not mentally ill. We're mentally messed up because we lost everything. So now I'm working with some uh, people just to kind of reword it and, and build I'd love to build a mental wellness platform for entrepreneurs, mental hope, just plain mm -hmm. and simple. And it's entrepreneurs guiding entrepreneurs on this journey, right? And sometimes for someone who's 
you know, like all alone, because as business owners, we work kind of like by ourselves, with ourselves a lot. Sometimes it's just simply connecting, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. hey, have you met blah, 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 blah. She's amazing. Okay, go talk to her. Tell her I sent you. And you'll see with my sentencing, I always say, tell them I sent you. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's part of all the connections. Um, and going back to your current your current question, what does life look like right now? I think I'm finding light, like I'm starting to find the light and mm-hmm. that that's been um, a journey unto itself. Right. And yes. I think a lot of people out there, you know, it's okay to say it. Um, it's okay to say it out loud. Like I'm not doing, I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well. Yes. It's okay to say that it doesn't have to be hidden. Yes. Um, And and we really have to stop comparing ourselves to Instagram imaging and Pinterest imaging. Like we're not that. I always wanted to do a social media platform called real world. Like, you know, it just like, (laughs) right. Like people at their desk, they just woke up. They're looking for coffee. Don't have any, like, uh, you know, it's, so I think what does life look like right now? It looks like stay in my lane, simmer down, don't compare myself to what I don't have um, and know the stuff that I do have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then just kind of know that I'm not the only one. Right. Cause I think a mm-hmm. lot of people kind of think like, Oh my God, I'm the only one that's thinking dark thoughts. Nah, no, you're not. Sorry. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A and lot so, of people like, are struggling. Totally. Yeah. No, struggling. it's so important. So yeah. Your business before was doing marketing and events, correct? Events, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So will that start to pick up or it's still? I think it will start to pick up. Um, I don't know what people are ready for. I think they're ready to get back to it with a, like a, we call it the before times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there is like the before times. I think events might be like smaller but just more driven towards like hope filled mantras, you know, like the celebrity culture is kind of dissipated a bit. Um, People aren't really into it as much, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's a different celebrity now. And I think it's like the doctors, the nurses, the the workers, the teachers, like Mm -hmm. all of those people who are just working so hard to toe the party line. Um, I think those are definitely like our, our influencers now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, we're, we're starting to get back to events for mm-hmm. sure. So will different. you be doing that in terms yeah. of business? Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm just, I'm teaming up with others, working with others, uh, working on different projects, which is wonderful. Just, I got to get my confidence back up. Mm-hmm. right? Cause yeah. I, I have no confidence. Ooh, Hey, I just said that out loud. <laughs> so I lost my confidence. That's, that's what I need to say. Like, mm-hmm. I just, when you, you, when everything's taken away from you, yeah, that's the one thing that you lose is your confidence. So mm-hmm. now it's about getting back up on the horse and riding off into the yes. sunset. I can appreciate that so much, Catherine. I've had a difficult year for some different reasons too. And I, I would say that too, like for a person who often is quite confident, me, um, I've had that shaken a bit too. And it is, it's, it's a challenge to, to walk through that. I, I was going to ask you about women in business and we're already talking about it and you've shared a little bit, um, 
how it's been such a challenging time. Is there anything else you want to share about that? Um, we really have to be each other's ally um, now more than ever. Um, we have to stop with like semantics and nitpicking and like, we really got to stop that whole mean girl. Mm. It, it, you know, like when you're in high school and you think it's going to end and it's like, oh, you know, like when you're finished high school, there won't be any more mean girls. You know, there's mean girls all the time. There's mean boys too, like, but because we're talking women specifically. Yeah. Um, and, and I really think it, it's so harmful. Like it's so harmful. Even just the social media posts, like, well, I went to her store and it really didn't live up to my expectations. Like when that store owner reads that comment, it crushes them. Yeah. You know, it, it, it creates a sense of like, it just takes a bullet to their confidence and we can't do that. Yeah. You know, so call that person. Be like, hi, I was just shopping in your store. I just want to say that your shelves were dusty, blah, blah, blah. like whatever it is that you need to say because it bothered you. Tell that person because they're really as an entrepreneur, like we're always growing. So we need that feedback. But we really have to stop with the the, the crushing I just call it crushing because, yeah, and it's so easy to do because we're in a world of, especially online, right? Because it's too yes. easy and, and it feels yes. like there's this barrier, like they can't actually see you and yes, um, yes. this warrior, like, look at me, I'm a keyboard warrior. And so I've had some, some pretty horrendous stuff, but w- all I did is I just asked, like, let's meet. I'd love mm-hmm. to meet you and let's talk about it face to face. And yeah. rarely will people want to meet, right? So that's the advice. If, if you know, if you're listening and, and you're going through this, just call that person and be like, hey, let's meet. Let's talk face to face. Like mm-hmm. we've got to, we got to stamp that out. What, what advice would you give to other women who are business owners who are listening and, and have also really struggled through the pandemic? You got to, oh man, it's just so hard. I think the first part of it is admitting like, this is tough. This sucks. I'm hurting. I'm struggling. I don't know what to do. That's like the first part. And then surround yourself, you know, with people that you admire and that you'll take their advice because when you're in a hurt filled place, you're not taking anybody's advice. And especially as entrepreneurs, yeah. we're like, yeah, okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it, because it's, we're, we're like, no, we know how to do it. We know how to do it. So for me, the hardest part, I think, was just kind of coming off of that, that seat of, I know how to do everything and right. being like, I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and asking people, like, how do you do it? Would you please advise me? Well, how would you suggest, uh, you know, the best way? Yeah. Um, that, that helps. And then I do this thing every morning now walking my dog and it's just, I ask for abundance mm. and, and it's not like a big meditation. You don't have to put yoga pants on and do the, I just <laughs> open it up to the world every morning. My, uh, my dog and I walk for like an hour and a half. And I just put it out there to the universe. I'm sure people see me walking my dog. They're like, that girl's local, man. She's always talking to herself. <laughs> so, and it's true, but I just put it out there. Like, please universe, you know, I am ready to receive. I'm ready for abundance. I'm ready to receive. I am ready for abundance because we're allowed to ask for stuff from <laughs> out, out there. Yeah. And 
I don't know. It, it's kind I think of that's a- good advice, whether whether it's uh, a big meditation, a short mantra, prayer, depending on your thoughts, it can make a big difference for people to have some kind of practice like that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, once you say it and it's out of your lips, you've put it out into the world. Yes. And uh, that's what I'm learning about. Actually, one of my advisors told me to start manifesting. I'm like, mm-hmm. manifest? What's that? It sounds like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, so it's this practice that you do and you, it's almost like, it's not obsession, but it's just, you just kind of manifest these things. And for me, it, it just, it brought light. Mm-hmm. And that's all I asked for. I didn't ask for a car, money, travel, trip. Like, <laughs> I don't think it works like that. Yeah. But I just asked for for hope right. and, and for light. Oh, and so- I really like that. More broadly, given some of the experiences that you've been through, what advice do you have, not necessarily just for business owners, but for other women, like facing barriers or having challenges they need to overcome? Oh yeah. You just kick those down. You just put your boots on (laughs) and you just kick those down. Like ain't nobody saying no to mommy. Like (laughs) I, I I find, and I, and that's in talking to like bankers and and talking to the the stock world. And they're like, why do women not ask for more than they're worth? They're like, a man comes in here and asks for a loan and he asks for the world and we give it to him. Yeah. And they're like, and women come in and ask like, you know, just for like that set amount. And, and it's kind of like, we got to push ourselves through that door. Mm-hmm. Like I kick when people tell me, no, I'm like, Oh, knock, knock. Guess who's here again. <laughs> me. Yeah. So yeah. not to be an annoyance, but just like, really, like you told me, no, like I can't do this. Why? Well, because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, let me do it. And let me prove to you. Yes. You know, I think that's a, that's a business move, right? I love that. Yeah. I have, I have those feelings too. <laughs> One one of the questions that we like to kick off with, and we might have covered some of it, but I'm curious to get your thoughts, is what motivates you to live your best life? What motivates you to want to be your best? Me to live my best life is like knowing that this is the life. Yeah. We don't get a second, third life. Well, we do if we if you believe in reincarnation or whatever. Um, for me. I'm thankful. Uh, I'm just, I'm thankful. Having worked in the world of um, mental disability, physical disabilities, and and caring for physically handicapped people and lifting them into their wheelchairs. And, you know, all we have to do is be thankful that we can reach for a cup of coffee, be thankful that you can get up out of your bed and put your two feet on the ground, Mm -hmm. be thankful you can get dressed by yourself, right? So things that motivate me and that I'm thankful for it are things like that. Just being able to see and smile and hear. I know it sounds kind of trippy hippie, but I've tried all the other ways (laughs) to be (laughs) motivated. And uh, it just goes back to like square one, like Mm -hmm. just be thankful for the simple things, the really Mm -hmm. simple things. Yeah. I think that's a really important message. So you and I know some of the same people, Um, Natalie from Helping with Furniture. I'm good friends. Oh my God. I know. I love her. Yeah. So I'm going to build a statue of her in my front yard. (laughs) So I I called Natalie and to ask questions about you. Oh no. I'm good. You didn't tell me this part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good friends with Natalie's daughter, Jess. 
Okay. So, I got it. Yeah. So she, she said to me, I've never met anyone like her, meaning you. Oh in a good way, obviously. And she talked a little bit about your commitment to community and about the things that you've done for vulnerable populations, women, women in business. She talked about like events that you've put on. You have this Facebook community we talked about. She said you, you did drive it, um, like a drive during the pandemic for nurses um, yeah. you, you help with rescue animals. So it's just amazing. Like I already know some of this stuff, but then Natalie trying to list some of them and she only even listed some of them. And it's just amazing, um, to hear about some of the work that you've done, what drives your commitment to, to work on these issues or to support these issues. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Like I, I just do stuff. I, I I'm, I, the people that I, I like to have around me are the doers. Like I'll call somebody up, ask anybody that I talk to. I'm like, I have an idea. They're like, Oh God, what is she up to now? You sound like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for during the pandemic, there were nurses and doctors, all kinds who were living in their garages um, away from their families for COVID exposure. And that just resonated so hard. Like, these people going and taking care of other people wrapped in hazmat outfits and masks and then coming home and they can't touch their family, but they're living in the garage and we're living in a trailer. And I'm like, somebody's got to say, thank you. Like somebody's got to bring hope because I talked to a lot of doctors and nurses and they're, they're, they were overwhelmed. And I just thought, what can I do it? And I was like, Oh, I know. So my friend, Sharon Bosley house, avant-garde design. I called her up. I've known her since grade 13. I'm like, Sharon, here's what we're doing. We're going to deliver gifts of gratitude and we're going to just drive up to the hospitals and drop off these like boxes filled with stuff and they can dispense them and disperse them how they see them. She's like, you got it. So that's Sharon. That's my friend. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm surrounded by some incredible people that like, they just get it, you know? So Sharon mm -hmm. and I started hashtag love 613. Uh, and that was this huge movement. We went to five different hospitals, delivered like 500 of these, like I'm talking gorgeous boxes. How did we get the money? We just asked people like, mm -hmm. just like, this is what we're doing. And um, the responses that we got, phew, it just, huh. it's amazing. It was, yeah, it was, it was uh, it was really cool because here's all these doctors and nurses thanking us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, yeah. don't thank us. Like we're doing this to thank you. So uh, that's, that's just stuff that, you know, that's just stuff that, that, that needs to be done. And with Natalie, man, this woman, like, Oh God, she's like a one woman army. And right now her and all her team of volunteers are, housing putting houses together for 12 families uh, a week that are refugees from Afghanistan like what yes like, yeah and Natalie was what? telling me that she she put a call out to you or something that she yeah. needed some pots or something and she she said the the response <laughs> came back in droves and droves so she yeah it's amazing to see how you, you support each other through those experiences can you walk us through a bit of some some of the 
milestones or, or highlights of your personal and professional career to where you are today? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You've had different businesses, you've done different things, right? So, can you walk through a little bit of your story? My story. See, I'm always going forward. I don't look backwards. So let's review like my story as to I've been an entrepreneur for life. I was a kid. I was the kid that sold like candy, went to the corner store, bought candy, marked it up and then sold it door to door. Yeah, I was the kid that did the lemonade stand, but included face painting for an extra quarter. Like I was the kid on the block that was constantly like hustling, yes, <laughs> let's yes. get it done. Um, and then, uh, and then just went into, I don't know, I was like working with people, worked at summer camps, uh, work um, background was working in mental health programs, went to school for it, trained for it, loved it, super impassioned, and then left and just kind of went into working in nightclubs and doing promotions and uh, marketing parties and events, um, high-end events, did a lot of great events like Cirque du Soleil, Absolute, Du Maurier, like just all kinds of stuff. And then got into that and then just created my own kind of events marketing space. And then through it all, just always promoting local because I always want my friends to do well, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. You always want your friends to succeed. So if I can refer people and, and, and help, then, then that's cool. That's, that's kind of what we do. Um, I was going to be a graphic designer and a jet pilot. And then when I was in high school, the guidance counselor told me flat out, she's like, girl, she's like, you can't be a jet pilot. And I was like, why? And she's like, no, you can't, you just can't be a jet pilot. Women, this is not an industry for women. I was like, severely bummed out but if I was that same person like in grade 13 going back there I would have kicked the door down with my jet pilot flight suit on and been like girl I'm going to school to be a jet pilot yeah (laughs) so (laughs) those are that kind of it kind of flew me off but uh or a graphic designer so uh yeah I think that's kind of how it is there's I'm just me uh working hard uh leading and uh helping other businesses get busy, you know, blow up their business and, and get traction. So it's amazing. And now a message from our sponsor is your marketing not working for you. Spoiler alert. It's not because you're using the wrong marketing tool. It's that you don't have the right message that clearly represents your brand and speaks to your ideal audience. If you're a passionate entrepreneur, Kelly Sinclair is the fairy brand mother who will help you unlock your unique brand and grow your business. Check her out at ks-communications.ca or DM on Instagram at ks underscore comms. ks-communications.ca or DM on Instagram at ks underscore comms. Thank you, Kelly. Well, I want to turn back to some of the community conversation uh, that we were talking about before. Why do you think it's so important for women to support women, to build support for each other? Well, I think it's important for everybody to support everybody. Um, I just started with the women thing kind of as a, 
it wasn't an experiment. It was like 15, 18 years ago. I don't know, started it uh, and just kind of went, what would happen if I filled like a high end hotel with like amazing business women and we sold our stuff. So we set it up like a sale and we had like this smoking hot fashion show and I had cabana boys like cater <laughs> and we had cocktails <laughs> and it was like, well, cause you gotta have cabana boys. It's so amazing. Of course. But I mean, I just wanted to do it because I just saw so much infighting, like, oh my God, I would never shop there. Yeah. Did you hire her for her? And I was like, this noise has to stop. This white noise has to stop. So I just thought, put them all together in a room. Let's sort it out and see what happens. So the event sold out in like a day and there was like 30 people, 45 people at the Arc Hotel and the Arc Hotel manager, Dean, he was like super cool. He's like, come on in, let's try this out. And it blew up like business cards flying like quicker than trading hockey cards. And people are like, oh, you're so-and-so. Oh, you're so-and-so. And and that energy, like that energy, that's what I die for is that Oh, that energy of people meeting people and like, okay, I'll call you. Okay. I'm going to hire Okay, Can we set up a meeting? Okay, cool. Yeah. Ja, ja. And, and things got bought and sold. And then seeing like that person, that entrepreneur set up with their business selling stuff, people buying it. And that person being, yeah, that's from my business. And just like, goosh. so I knew I had something and I wanted to do it differently because there are you know, there's lots of uh, events out there, but I just wanted to have like a legit fun experience that was like no sponsors. Like to this day, I don't have big sponsors. Like, you know, it, it's just kind of organic. Right. Uh, and at some point I'm sure we should, you know, take the whole thing and, and blow it all up. There's been talks, but I, I just, I like, I like that trusting feeling of, of, you know, being able to have fun, do business and get business done. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. It's like that, that overarching can do attitude. Right. And, True. and that you can do when you support each other. And I think another important message that you're sharing is that we can all, there's room for all of us. Oh, you know what? So true. So the motto is collaboration, not competition. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and I always give the, the analogy of like a shopping mall. Okay, so if you're the only store in a shopping mall and you've got like the parking lot and you're the only store, are you going to be gunning business? Are you making bank? No, you're not. Mm -hmm. You need other businesses around you to support you, to enhance you, you know, so you can flip off of each other, send customers, refer each other. And, and, And it's a simple, that's the simple analysis. It's just a simple spot. I mean, if you want to be an island, and, and, and with your business and be like, oh my God, uh, you know, perfect. Cause some people are, there's some amazing demographics out there for women. And oh my God, I, I look up to them like, holy Toledo, that's amazing. Uh, but it doesn't happen for everybody, right? Cause mm-hmm. maybe you don't have that support around you. So you, you can't be an Island and you can't like, you can compete because com- competitive nature, it's like a sporting nature. Like you do want to win. But there's a fine line between winning and crushing the other person's spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I agree with you one gazillion percent. It's definitely collaboration over competition. Mm. How can we? 
we get stuck in our own lives, right? In our own little bubbles. And, and like you said, there's so much out there, uh, different things that people get involved with or different ways to be engaged, but sometimes it, you can feel like you're all alone. So how can listeners find communities like, like what we have in Ottawa, ladies who lunch ladies to support lunch? each other? How do people find community? Um, that's a really good question. Cause now I'm trying to think in my head, like, how do I find communities? Usually it's referral, right? Just chatting with people or, or zooming around on social media. Oh, this looks cool. I wonder what this is all about. Uh, and the other thing is create your own community, create yes. your own group. Like maybe you're not finding a group out there because none of them speak your language or nothing speaks to you and you don't like the visuals of it and you don't like the conversation girl create your own group like do it can you do it by yourself you sure can but don't be surprised if maybe you don't get like an immediate traction right? right like your thoughts are your thoughts which are amazing we honor them they're smart they're brilliant so then maybe collaborate with a couple of people and be like yo Let's form this group together. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Because you need that energy. And then just promote, market, hire me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Love it. And and that's that's details in the show now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's a great way to to keep yourself connected and stay relevant. mm -hmm. Uh, I find the pandemic, a lot of people kind of gave up Mm -hmm. uh, not because they had to but just man it's hard to hustle like I work eight times harder for a third of the money so yeah I like what you said about sometimes you have to be bold and you have to ask whether it's for help or or to find certain communities or like asking for anything or trying to step out of your comfort zone is hard but that's the first step totally and the first step is like getting yourself out of your own way right? Mm-hmm. Like that's my big, I'm my biggest obstacle sometimes. Like the, like, Oh my God, I'm not good enough. Oh my God. Like <laughs> I have to get myself out of my own way. Right. And that for a lot of us is a battle. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm learning how to do all that and learning how to manifest collaborating and yeah, getting ourselves out of our own way. And then the coast is clear a right. little bit. Right. You you talked a little bit about it already, but do you have any other advice for women who want to create communities to support each other? Do it. Just do it. Just, Get started. Just really, I find we we live in our minds a lot. We do a lot of, of mental work. Like, yeah, we, we have to switch it over now to action. Right. Get out of our minds and into action. Yeah. And you'll be surprised. You'll 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 be like, you'll you'll see the response from someone and they'll be like, oh, my God. God, I was just thinking the same thing. Now yeah, there's yeah. two of you on the same light walk. And right, I call right. it a light walk because it's, oh, it has to be walking in light, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not doing these collaborations or work or referrals to harm others. You're doing it to promote others and, and light, light it up. And when you mm-hmm. light up others, you light up yourself. Yeah, that's true. I love what you said about just getting started. I find often I have people that will say to me like, oh, you do so much or like you quit your job to run for politics or you started a business and you did this. And like, I I could never do that. And I'm like, you just have to start. You don't have to know how to do the thing. I didn't know anything about podcasting when I started this, 
with my friend. I didn't know anything about it. We just, honestly, we researched, we found a really good article. I think it was from Shopify and it had like a a to-do list kind of, and we went through and each of the things, we didn't even know what they were. We had to like Google like (laughs) line one, like what does line one mean? And it took time, but we figured, (laughs) we figured it out. And then, you know, then that becomes easy. And then you're like, okay, I'm ready to you know, grow it. And then, and then you got to research that. And then you start to figure that out. And, um, I think my message would be the same is you, you don't have to have all the answers and you shouldn't be afraid of failure because failure isn't really a thing. Like it's more, it's a stepping stone in learning something to keep going. Right. Like it's not about, and, and, uh, yeah. So I think that message about just start, try, get going is a really important one. Yeah, because people don't do stuff because they're afraid they're going to fail. But if you never try, you'll never know. But the one thing, that one sentence that really irritates me is when they say fake it till you make it. Right. I think that's a disservice because you can't, you can't start out fake. Like, right, right. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, and, and I, think I hear it's, it a lot. I think it's more like, you might not feel confident, but you need to pretend you have the confidence or you won't do it, but you should be authentically yourself. And it's okay to not have all the answers and to rely on others when you don't have those answers where you don't have yeah. to be fake about it. So maybe it's like, do it till you get it. Ooh, I like that. Well, maybe that's a t-shirt or maybe that's on a coffee mug. Oh my God. Let's start. Let's start. You're not, you're, you're not a, a marketer at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, I wake gosh. up at three o'clock and my head's full already yes I'm sure um what advice do you have for listeners I mean I guess we've kind of talked about it a little bit so you can just let me know if there's anything else you would add what yeah. advice do you have for listeners considering starting a business ask yourself the following questions can you live in high stress can you live in constant like oh uh can you balance can you juggle can you multitask and we were talking before about adhd and how Mm -hmm. that's kind of a superpower for entrepreneurs right yes because it is you're getting you you as an entrepreneur starting your own business it's not a smooth road gonna tell you that straight up okay it's not a smooth road but you're going to be thrown curveballs. This is going to fail. That's going to fail. This person's going to drop out. This person, all along the road. However, at the end of the day, you did it yourself. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're looking for, mm-hmm. then yeah, you should be an entrepreneur for sure. Yeah. Um, make sure you surround yourself. And I wish actually if somebody, they always ask me like, what is your greatest advice? My greatest advice, surround yourself with people who know what they're doing. So if you're starting a business, guess what? You're not an accountant, hire one. Yep. Uh, guess what? You're not a lawyer, hire one. Yep. And you're not saving money by doing it yourself. No, people. Uh. So like I started my lobbying business, um, like a year ago, September, and I hired a bookkeeper and people were saying, why are you hiring a bookkeeper right off? I said, because my biggest stress, I feel like I can handle everything else. My biggest yep. stress is wanting to make sure that all my finances are in order and are complied with government regulations and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I want to feel confident about that. And I don't want to have stress about it. And I know this woman, she's good at what she does. She, yeah. it's, it's not 
I'm not doing a lot, you know, initially, so it's not going to cost right. a ton. And I just right. need to know what's taken care of. And so even though it's an expense, that's what I do because it, that's what I need. Right. <laughs> and it's also, see, you're super, like you're smart because you thought it through, but it's keeping a line item open for, uh, and also keeping a line open for marketing and promotion. Yeah. Because when people start a business, they're like, well, I'll just put it out there. No, it, it, it's you, some, and, and, and I'm not an expert, so please, you know, like uh, it, but uh, if you start with like a good marketing opportunity, good promotion, also don't start with discounts because you don't need to discount because once you start the discount train, that train never ends. So don't do value added, like we'll offer this plus this. So value added. Um, and yeah, and yeah, just surround yourself with people who know what they're doing. I wish somebody would have like tattooed that on my forehead. Uh, when I had my own, I had my own business. I had a store called Pennies from Heaven for seven years, and I did everything. Oh my God, I got behind in taxes. Anyway, it just, and I wish I would have known then what I know now. But yes. was that a failure? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That was a great stepping stone. So, if you're out there thinking about starting a business, do it, research it, read about it, go and see if people are doing like-minded. That's the other thing too. Stop like. If somebody else is doing the same business as you, you know, don't be afraid because you, you're going to do it and innovate it differently than they are. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I've heard that before. It's like, just because you might do it differently, better. You have your own angle. You have your own thoughts. Like there's lots of mommy bloggers that say, but it, you have your own things to say in your own angle. And there will be a community that wants to hear those things from you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into the final questions that we like to ask everybody a bit of rapid fire fun. If you had one piece of advice you wanted to leave listeners with, what would it be? (laughs) Uh, It would be know that, know that you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing and don't beat yourself up. Just don't beat yourself up, you know, let that, let that, that's my, like my personal lessons and from people around me and stuff. Like we just got to stop beating our own self up. Mm-hmm. I think it's, right? it's true. We're often our, our biggest critic, or I know for yeah. me personally, it's me. Like if anybody <laughs> else is criticized or said anything, I'm thinking a hundred times worse. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. guaranteed. Um, yeah. What is the best rule you ever broke? The best rule that I ever broke, I don't know, like the best rule that I ever broke. I don't know. I think that's just when people tell me I can't do it. Like I just fire up and go, oh yeah, <laughs> let's go. You yeah. know, that, so, yeah, that's me too. <laughs> best, yeah. The best rule like, like that we break is like, bring it on. Like, yeah. especially when you tell me that I can't do something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what is your most valuable habit that was hardest to create? Knowing my worth. Mm. Yeah, knowing like what I'm worth. I I still have trouble figuring out like my my rates. So I have an accountant who I just like, hey, Caitlin, uh, can you just send all this out to people? Like, uh, I still have trouble with that. Like, what is my worth? What is my value? What am I worth? So that's right. what I'm working on. Yeah. That's important. Can you name another woman that inspires you? 
oh my God, there's like a gazillion, bazillion, mazillion. Um, <laughs> I think it's just those women that get up every day and just like put it into like the highest gear possible to create like a great day, just not even a week, not a month, not a year, but just get up and grab flowers and bring it over to this guy. Cause he's not feeling well. And you know, I, I don't mean to talk like that, but I'm just, I just like people that are good and doing good things. Mm, I That's that what it is there a podcast that you're loving right now? Well, actually you've, you've broken my podcast like interest, uh, because podcasts I always found were so long to listen to, but yours are good. Oh, and so you, you turned me on to like looking for more podcasts. So there's the biz chicks, uh, entrepreneurs on fire, how I built this. Oh, and my girl, Janice McDonald. Oh my God. Janice McDonald. She's like, she's my mentor. She's a powerhouse. And Janice is one of the greatest business people. And, and she is literally, I think she's like number six in Canada or something, Janice McDonald. Um, and she, she's just, she's just she, like, she looks at me and goes, you're incredible. And yeah. it's like, wow. Yeah. And so I ask her for advice. And when somebody believes in you from like a, up high, like way up high, like her, yeah. I'm like, Whoa, you know, so I would say it's yeah, true. Definitely. That's one thing I like a piece of advice that I would give to people is when you are in moments where you can't carry yourself, allow yourself to be carried by others. Yeah, entrepreneurs sometimes have a hard time with trust. There's a lot of trust. Yes, no, I agree, but like I just but you're it, right, right? Because there will be moments you. in your personal life or even your professional life where yeah. You might not have it, but then if you have, you're right. If you have like a trusted mentor or advisor or people yeah, that you can chat definitely. with, then they can feed into you and say, no, you've got this. And you've also got to trust your own instinct. There's been moments where yeah. I've been told, don't do that. And I did it anyways. And <laughs> um, sometimes it was successful. Sometimes it wasn't, but I don't regret that I did it. And, and do you think it's gut instinct? Do you believe in gut instinct? I do. Yeah, totally. I do. Yeah. I get like, yeah, get like anxious about um, if I'm choosing the other thing that's not in my gut. And I think the other thing is everybody's different, but I think, I feel like, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I might um, not care as much if I don't fail, or at least I'm so stubborn like you are, (laughs) like you sound like you are too, where I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. Like that, uh, I just do it anyways. Like I just try not to overthink it and, and, and jump into what's happening. Um, okay. Final question. Tell us about a book that made you wiser. The little prince, Mm. the petit prince. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. There's just something about that book that is the stars, the moon, the world, the universe, everything just, and I read it when I was a little kid and then just read it all the time. And it's still, it, there's just stuff in there. It's, it's heady. It's out there, but it, it's just about, I don't know. I don't, it's, I don't know. It just resonates with me for some reason. I have books and books. I love reading. I love books. I love going to bookstores yes. um, and still come back to that book. Like amazing. Right. I've got entrepreneur books. I got business books up the wazoo, I've got all kinds of books. And I, I have that there's a special place for Le Petit Prince. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful, light, dark, deep story. 
Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and, and just sharing your wisdom and advice with us. Oh my gosh. Thank you for inviting me. And again, everybody, I'm not an expert. I'm just a kid trying to carve out a path. But yet so many women in Ottawa look up to you, Catherine. Well, that's a hard, that's a hard, I I appreciate it so much because it is a lot of work. Like not, not not even going to lie. It's a lot of work. So your words really mean a lot to me. Like it's payday for me hearing those words from you. And I really thank you. I respect that very, very, very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Women Don't Do That. I hope you feel inspired to do whatever it is you think you can't do. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Stay connected on Twitter and Instagram at Women Don't Do That. I would love to have you join the conversation, so make sure you join our next Instagram Live. Find all our podcast and blog content at womendontdothat.com. Join me next time.